As long as I'm staying consistent and I'm making those 100 calls a day, before you know it, I'm trying to find time to make my 100 calls a day because I'm out showing property, I'm out taking listings or whatever type of client you're working with. Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Good morning. How are we doing today? Everybody's on mute today. Give me a little, give me a little wave or something. Let me know you. There we go. There's Sam. All right. So uh, I'm Kevin Howard. I'm a, I'm an agent here in uh, Central Florida, uh, native Floridian here. And uh, Jesse asked me to kind of jump on today and talk to you guys a little bit about, uh, well, quite frankly, your database. Everybody, everybody got a database? Yeah. Yeah. How many people do you have in your database, Sam? Not many. I started now. I have about hundred. About a hundred right now? Yeah, they're not. They're quite good ones. So not just. Oh, they're all good ones. That's what we're going to talk about. How many total are in your database? Not many. I have just building. I just building. Yeah. Okay. Are you are you new to the business? Yes. I okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Who else we got? We got Mike, Betty, Carrie. How, how many, uh, how large is your current database? How many leads do you have in your CRM? Betty, I see you're off mute. I, I, okay. What are we doing? This is my first time here. So. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So uh, this call is Asia Power Huddle. It's just a free training that we put on uh, every day at 11 o'clock for 30. It runs about 30 minutes long, mm -hmm. uh, usually a different, different subject, different speaker every day. And um, today I got the short straw. So they asked me to jump on and talk about um, <laughs> prospecting with your database and things of that nature. So. Oh, OK. Uh, I wasn't uh, prepared a, for that. So just doing a quick okay. little survey of, of how large uh, your database is. My database, it's well, it's um, it's under a thousand. Under a thousand, okay. Yes, that's fair. All right, um, Mike, if you're able to, uh, maybe throw it in the chat or come off mute if you can. Carrie, I see you're driving, so maybe give me some fingers. How many? Uh, well, how, I, how I unmuted for a second. Um, no, I have over four thousand in my database right now. Over four thousand. That's awesome. Very cool. Yes. And Shelly has joined us. Shelly, how large is your database? Um, I think I currently have 3,900 people in there. Very nice. I want to be there soon. You're going to be there soon, no doubt. No doubt. Well, if we, we may have a few extra minutes towards the end, and we can talk about some lead generation stuff as well, if, uh, if we have time for that, Sam. If we can kind of help help you get that get those numbers up. So what are we, what are you guys currently doing as far as keeping that relationship going with you know those four thousand people, those one hundred people, and everything in between? What kind of activities are you doing now? 
Um, well, what I'm doing, I have um, a really big auto drip. Sorry about that. I have a big auto drip that goes out. They get video texts. They get regular texts. They get emails. They get deals of the weeks. They get phone calls. So I, I do it all for them. That is awesome. That is awesome. Anybody else? Yeah, I have the same um, type of thing. I have campaigns going in mine, and then I try to pick up the phone and just go through my list. I get the list that everybody um, probably gets from KB Core every morning on who you need to call. So I'm always going through that and um, just making sure that I'm reaching out to as many people as I can per day. Very good. Very good. Since I'm uh, just building up, I'm basically meeting them, most of them, and trying and then asking to refer their friends and others. All right, excellent. Now, Carrie, you you had like four thousand, if I recall, and you mentioned yep. phone calls in there. How many of those phone four thousand people have you honestly spoken to this year, or or attempted a call to? Um, so probably I would say maybe 20, maybe 20, maybe 20. And I do have, um, uh, well, I just let them go, but I had conversion monster calling them, um, for about a year now. Okay. And I also have an ISA and my assistant calls as well. Oh, okay. So, so they're, they're getting those touches and that's great. Yep. Okay. Awesome. Are you a solo agent or do you run a team? So I had a team, but um, I only had about five buyer agents, but they didn't want to work. They're like, oh, all these leads are crappy, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you called them once. So long story short, I fired them all. So <laughs> right now, my assistant and my ISA. <laughs> gotcha. I, I chuckle because I, I can appreciate appreciate those pain points, no doubt. Yes. All right. Very cool. Um, Something was kind of brought up here as you guys are answering your questions. And and that is, you know, just talk about CRM. And Shelly mentioned that every day she uses KB Core and every day it gives her a task list, basically, of of who needs to be contacted. So that's another fantastic, fantastic tool, regardless of what CRM you have. You know, they all pretty much are going to do that for you. Okay. Now, having a CRM and actually using a CRM is usually two different things, you know, when I speak to agents. So using it and kind of letting it be your guiding light, kind of like your calendar is, is, it's critical there. So in short, I always, I always coach, coach agents that there are two acceptable outcomes of a phone call. It's an appointment set or it's a follow-up set, right? So if you if you make a phone call to somebody in the database, you should disposition that call with one or the other. Okay, even if it was a no answer, then it's a follow up set. Okay, whether you do that by automation or you physically, you know, put in you know a a reminder for a follow up call in two weeks or whatever the appropriate time frame is, it's critical that you're doing that. That way, nobody ever slips through the cracks. That kind of makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Um, what other kind of tools do we have available to us? Carrie mentioned um, there's there's ISA companies out there um, that'll make calls for you if you don't have the time. Um, you know, she's also got an in-house ISA, 
That's a nice little luxury to have. Um, we got drip campaigns. We got all this kind of stuff flying around. Let me ask you guys. I'm sure you received drip campaigns, whether it's from another agent that you, you know, they either just threw you on their drip campaign because you you did a transaction with them, or you, you know, were, were snooping around Zillow yourself, whatever the case may be, or maybe you're on a drip campaign from another industry. How do those feel? Do they prompt action? Do you just delete? What do you guys do with those drip campaigns? Um, yeah, I, for me, it depends on what they're sending. Mm-hmm, exactly, I agree. Okay. So, if there, so I assume if there's value, then you're gonna you're gonna open it and, and read it and, and things of that nature, correct? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so our theme here is is bringing value, right? So, so so often, I'm I'm sure it's a high percentage of agents out there. We all have these these CRMs. We all have these drip campaigns, and typically the ones that we're using are the ones that came kind of generic that came with the platform, right? Um, on occasion, you know, an agent's at least proactive enough to at least read through the drip campaign to see what's being sent out. So that's the, that's one thing that I'll, I'll caution everybody on too. Before you just do a little plug and play action, actually see what you're sending out to people. Okay, um, because I, you know, if you wait for them to tell you, it'd be a little embarrassing moment. You never know. Um, you know, so at a minimum, go in and tweak those drip campaigns so that they are optimized for you. They sound like you, et cetera. Uh, save yourself some embarrassment, and and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, of course, the alternative would be is to sit down and write a whole new drip campaign, you know, from scratch, which. That makes my head hurt, the thought of that, to be honest with you. <laughs> no doubt. All right, so um, let's, let's move on to the other phase of that follow-up that you guys mentioned, and that is making phone calls, all right? Um, how many people kind of work by a calendar? They've got time blocking in place. This is when I do my prospecting. This is when I do my follow-up. Carrie does. She raises her hand there. Anybody else? I'm hit or miss on that. I will say I definitely need to get better. Okay. I'm blocking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Super critical, super critical. So Carrie, since you're the, you're the, you're the time blocker and it's kind of a, kind of an unfair question because you, you rely on your, on your team, which, which is great, but what would be your recommendation to the agents that don't have that luxury? How many calls per day should they be making? Well, that's going to depend on how much business they want. Um, so typically, I like to get one to 200 calls in. Yeah, exactly. I fully agree with that. Okay. Um, if, you, if you could do 100 calls a day, that's kind of a kind of a minimum. Right. And I'll give you another scenario here right. where, it's, where it's really a bare bones minimum. Um you know, the, the dollars are going to take care of themselves. The deals are going to come. Okay. It's a matter of making, picking up that phone, making that, making those outreaches. A lot of people don't like picking up the phone, right? Well, hello, we're in, we're in a, we're in a people kind of business and we got to be able to communicate here. You know, um, if you've ever called Fizbo's before, you probably didn't like it the first time you started. But you started finding your little groove, getting in your routine, and all of a sudden it wasn't a big deal. 
Okay, this is no different, right? Um, I, I highly encourage you to to have some type of a, even if it's a blank piece of paper, you just put a mark on, have some type of tracking system to keep track of how many calls you're making per day. Okay. Um, at a, I mean, absolute bare bones minimum, and you should have a pretty busy calendar to fall back on this, but even just 30 calls a day, that's 150 calls a week. All right. That's 600 phone calls a month. Now these aren't necessarily conversations, but what, right. what I what I like to see you strive for is at least five actual conversations about real estate a day at a minimum. Okay, so when you when you look at the overall scheme of things and you're like, okay, I need to sell X number of houses this homes or this month, excuse me, kind of break that down into micro and know your numbers to know that for every 123 calls, I'm showing property, and for every you know, three clients I'm showing property to, I'm writing one contract or two contracts, whatever the case may be. So if you kind of track those numbers, that's where that all kind of ties in. So, you know, okay, I've got to make X number of phone calls today at a a minimum, right? And Carrie brought up a great point when I first kind of threw her on on the spotlight there. And that was, how much do you want to make, right? You know, it's the old dollar in, two dollars out thing, right? If you had that recipe, you'd probably put a whole bunch of dollars in, I imagine, right? And that, and the same thing works here with the phone calls. You start seeing where, okay, as long as I'm staying consistent, and that's that's key to this as well. As long as I'm staying consistent and I'm making those hundred calls a day, well, before you know it, I'm fine. I'm trying to find time to make my hundred calls a day because I'm out showing property, or I'm out taking listings, or whatever you know type of type of. Uh, client you're working with. And, and that's that creates another hurdle because agents typically, when they get to that point, what starts giving? They start skipping out on their call time because they're making all these excuses about how they have to do this instead. Right? So it's that's why that, and to tie this all back into the beginning, right, with our time blocking, that's why that's critical so that that's an absolute, we, you know, we don't we don't skip that for any reason. So all this kind of starting to make sense a little bit. Mm-hmm. Kevin, do you use a, um, a spreadsheet or something so you can track your calls? We may have said that. And I might have missed it in the beginning. I do. Um, I've actually got a couple of different tools uh, for that. I've got, I've got, um, and I'll, I'll dig them up here in a minute and, and share them with you guys. I have no problem with that. Um, I've got one that is simply a for the 30 calls a day thing. Um, I've got another one where you're going for hundred points a day. So you're mm-hmm. doing different activities. As long as you're getting hundred points a day, then it kind of, so yeah, I'll dig those up for you here in a, in a few minutes and uh, I'll throw them up in the, in the chat for everybody, if you like. That'd be great. Yeah, no doubt. All right. So when we're making these calls, when we're calling our database, um, first of all, you know, we need to talk about frequency, Right. So when we talk about frequency, how often are we going to call the call our database? It depends on the lead, right? Um, and specifically, it depends on, on the newness or how fresh is that lead. So how often are you guys calling a brand new lead that comes into your system? System They opt in on a Facebook ad or, they, or, or they're, uh, you know, they're a, it doesn't matter the source, Zillow, Zbuyer, whatever the case may be. It doesn't matter the source. How often, how soon, and how often are you reaching out to these 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 leads? Well, with me, as soon as a new lead comes in, 
um, they get called right away within three minutes. And then they get three touches a day for seven straight days unless they answer. That's a great hey, campaign. Carrie's yeah. got hers dialed in. She's even beating me. <laughs> She's beating me. Carrie, what market are you in? So I'm in Michigan. Okay. Gotcha. Um, whoops. Speaking of dialers, somebody's calling my dialer right now. <laughs> and I'm Carrie, what do you use for your lead source? So I do a lot of Facebook ads, pay-per-click ads, um, listing to leads. Um, I'm huge with them. Um, and then I do, you know, my Instagram, my um, YouTube ads okay. everywhere. Yeah, awesome. That's awesome. That is awesome. So, so Carrie mentioned a new lead gets three touches a day for the first seven days. That's like I said, that, that beats my schedule. <laughs> um, yep and that's either do, email text right. you know we do one of them. we do three times a day for the first three days three times a week for the first three weeks three times a month for the first three months and then they get kicked to a different campaign that's more of a monthly touch and then you know in the same gauge of course then that switches campaigns and you know a lot of other things start happening no doubt but yeah that, that's awesome um and and the way our system is set up is we because I've got different can, campaigns and and we call, we call them sales funnels. Um, you know, as far as this follow up stuff is concerned, and when one ends, another one picks up. And literally nobody, unless they they do the whole do not call thing, nobody gets out of our campaigns for literally twenty five years. I figured I didn't need to go longer than that because I'm getting ready to turn 55. I don't know how much longer I'm going to be at this. <laughs> I'm at my showing, guys, so I got to go. Just All right, Carrie. So Thanks I for your contribution. Thank Good you. Luck. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. All right, so, uh, Sam, since since you're, you're new to the business, what, what was your previous industry? I <clears throat> am. I was doing the loans actually. Doing loans? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. So very similar, right? Um, and you probably you probably have a database from there. The, yeah, that database is there. I'm trying to reach out and trying to convert. Yeah, it. absolutely, absolutely. Uh, you definitely need to to take advantage of that. All right. So let's let's talk a little bit about what are we saying when we call these leads. All right. So. Sam, you're, you're new to the real estate side, but you're not new to real estate because you're in, in the loan side of it before, yeah. right? Yeah. So yeah. when you're reaching out to these old leads, you know, kind of talk to me about how that goes. You know, what are you saying when you call them? I start with the, how their family doing. Basically, I'm reaching out to targeting a particular segment and then see how they are doing on their personal stuff and then establish their relationship. And from there, I go there. Then I check with them where they are living, how they are doing, and establishing a personal connectivity. And then from there, I'm going and asking them if they know their friends are need to buy or thinking of buying. Then they will say that, oh, no, I'm planning to buy. 
not yet because the rates are higher, the prices are high, I'm not buying. From there, I take the dis- discussion into how I can fund them. Right. So it sounds like you've kind of got your own little hybrid version of like the Ford technique or something like that, right? Yes. The yes. Family, occupation, recreation, dreams, that kind of stuff. Yeah, well, that's what I'm doing. Right. Because I'm uh, because I'm not comfortable directly going into the real estate business. So that's why I'm uh, using that approach. Okay. Yeah, that's great. Okay. So let me just kind of share with you a little bit about how how, how I approach these calls. Okay. Because okay. one common question I get asked almost daily is what script do you use? What script do you use? Right. And I always tell people that I'm not a script guy. Okay. And in reality, I am. And I'll explain that in a second. But I'm not a script guy, meaning I'm, I don't want to come across scripty. Right. I want to have a conversation with you. Okay, so my script, if you want, when I say I'm not a script guy, I'm not your traditional scripts like you you might find online or something, right? Where you say this, and then if they say that, you say this, right? Now, a lot of it's because I've got it internalized, which is also critical. That way, it's more conversational. But I'm always about the no pressure, right? So it's really simple. You know, it's like, hey, Sam, this is Kevin with the preferred team. How's it going, man? Right? Keeping it light, you know, hey, just wanted to check in on your trend. You know, I apologize. You know, I haven't talked to you in a while. I feel like I dropped the ball, but I did want to update our database a little bit. You mind sharing with me? Are you still in the market to buy or sell real estate? Nice and simple, non-threatening, right? Some or some variation of that. You know, that's just kind of an example, um, you know, of what I'm trying to express to you as far as my recommendation on how to handle the calls, right? So it's not... You know, oops, somebody answered, you know, (laughs) start, you know, hammering them with questions, robotic style. Right. And don't be afraid to get off, off, I'll call it off script a little bit. Right. Don't be afraid to get off script. And, you know, they want to talk about something that's going on with their life. Go for it. You know, of course, you want to reel back in. You always want to try to maintain control of the conversation. But you want to reel back in and and kind of have in your mind, you know, the three, four, six, you know, items, you know, the little bullet points, if you will, that you want to get answered while you're on that call. Okay. And always find a way to work back to it. Right. Yeah. I have one more question. When I'm talking, what I'm getting the feedback from the people, uh, Mm -hmm. leads is too many agents are calling. So that's why they say that I don't want to talk to a realtor because too many realtors are calling. Right. So, so give me a little context here. Is this, a, is this a lead from your old database? Is this like a FISBO? What, who are we calling here? Uh, FISBO or uh, the, even the other, which are not in my contact. I'm trying to establish with my database. Okay. I call them. They say that I see that too many the agents are calling me. They are wasting my time. All right. So if you're calling a data, I'm sorry, if you're calling a FISBO, yes, you're going to get that response. That's a whole nother training. Mm-hmm. But the short version is you start off by telling them, hey, look, mm-hmm. I'm a realtor. I know you've been called by a thousand realtors. I, I'm not calling to I don't want I'm not calling to get a listing. Right. You you say things to take the pressure off. Okay. okay but that's a whole nother 
That's a whole nother training. We don't have time for that one today, unfortunately. If you are calling somebody in your database that's been in your database for six months, a year, two years, and they tell you they're getting bombarded by agents, my, my my immediate thought, my first question is, that's interesting, Sam. Why are so many agents calling you? Have you been clicking on Zillow? Do you have a for sale by owner sign in your front yard? What's going on? Because okay. they're not getting bombarded by agents unless they're doing some type of real estate activity. Do you agree? Yeah, yes. Okay. So, yeah. So, that, that's how I would handle that. Oh, that's interesting. Why do you think you're getting so many calls? You've done something recently, whether you want to confess it to me or not, but you've done something recently to trigger all of this action. Yeah, I mean, I never got the, that response from my database, mm-hmm. but I got from when I tried to build the other one, with the leaves are the one, they're the people they told. Right. Yeah. All right. Good stuff. Well, as you guys know, this is this is just a quick little huddle in the morning, and um, I do have a hard stop, unfortunately. So we're gonna. You, unless you got any final questions, we're gonna kind of start wrapping it up. No, that was awesome, Kevin. Thank yeah. you so Thank much. You. Good info. Sam, any any last little scenarios you want to throw out, or are you you ready to go hit the phones right now? This is a good one, actually. This is like a half hour personal training. Thank you. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's perfect. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. Doesn't eat up your day, and you can kind of get get pumped up and start yeah. at it. What, exactly. what, what, where are you located? I'm in San Jose, California. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah I'm in you. California also. I'm in San Diego. Oh, okay. I yeah. do a lot of loans in San Diego. My oh yeah. In San Diego, maybe I can refer you. Yeah. Definitely. Very cool. Well, for for you, I'm I'm on the east coast. I'm on the right coast. You guys are on the left coast. <laughs> so uh, you guys are, you know, ready to start your day, and I recommend you do it. Mm-hmm. We'll get after it. Get Thanks, after it. Kevin. All right, y'all have a great day. Thank Thanks you. for joining. Bye bye. Bye bye. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.